I'm wearing my golf hat for a reason, Carl. What's the reason? Uh, I think the season's over. You're calling now? It's difficult to lose hope this early in a year. It's, we're only five weeks in. But when you look at the what is going wrong with the Seahawks right now, mm-hmm. and then you lose one of the best few players in the league for hopefully only four weeks, but probably more like six or seven. Yeah. It's tough to stay optimistic. There's so many things that are going wrong. (laughs) Where do we start? I mean, defensively, it seems like they're slowly getting better, which is good. Yeah. Like, I look at this Rams offense, and I think scary to play against. Mm Mm-hmm. And we gave up 26 points. Turn They turned the ball over two times, I think. But against a team like that, if you're giving up 26 points and you have the Seattle offense, you, I would expect that we're winning that football game. They have three points at halftime too. Yeah, I'm with you there 100%. Totally. Like, I honestly, I think against any team, if you're giving up 26 points, you should probably win that football game. Yep. Sure, it'd be nice have a little bit better of a defensive line and maybe a corner one corner oh, that's what we're asking for we're just asking for one just one two is it's too much but one corner i don't know i think the rams are a pretty good football team and we had so many opportunities to win that football game and it just seemed like in the second half they weren't interested in winning the football game yeah the seahawks the the offense looked really poor the first few drives of the game. Mm-hmm. Then Wilson hurts his hand, and then Geno Smith looks like friggin', I don't know, who, uh, Lamar Jackson. <laughs> he was surprisingly good. Very surprised. That first drive, because you're you're expecting everything to crumble, eh? But he hit a few good passes. He looked pretty decent. I was very he surprised. very calm. Yes. Like, there was a couple plays where he kind of scrambled around and then ran for, like, a few yards or six yards or something. And he just looked like he does this for a living. Yes. He was very systematic, which is kind of the opposite of Russell Wilson. hundred percent. He would go, you could tell that he understands the playbook and all that stuff so well. And you could just see him go through the reads, right? It's super interesting and very, very impressive actually as a fan. And I respect that guy so much more than I did. Yes. Four days ago. Oh my God. Yeah. Like you think Geno Smith, whatever, he's never going to play football and I'll get in his life, but it's a pretty cushy job to just show up and, um, you know, be Russell Wilson's cheerleader and sit beside him when the defense is on the field and chat about, you know, what the defense is doing, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And make a million bucks a year or whatever. I don't know, whatever his salary is. But uh, to be that prepared to come into a uh, game late against one of the best teams in the NFL and make their defense, which yes. is one of the best one defenses the best, in the league, yeah. Yeah. look silly. Mm-hmm. Impressive. Pretty cool. But still, my optimism for the next six weeks is pretty low. Someone asked me yesterday what I think the next six weeks are going to look like. And I said, my guess is two and four. Yeah. Um, and I think three and three is a win. Three and three is a I, I think I think you're right. The schedule gets a little bit easy, but still not 
Really? There's still a couple of good teams mixed in there. And there's a couple, there's a couple decent teams that we have coming up that are slightly desperate. Yes. And so those necessarily aren't teams that you want to play when your uh, quarterback is not in the game. Um, like we play the Steelers on Sunday night next week. Yeah. Both two and three. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could easily see us losing that game. If Russ is in there, I, I expect we're winning by like 10. Yeah. I guess the Steelers. Yeah. But you think you don't trust Gino? I don't know, man. It, it's just, it's really, really, really challenging to give an input on one drive. Yes, right? I know. Like I he know. hasn't played in four or five years or something other than like week 17 when no one, nobody cares or whatever. Exactly. Or in garbage time. Yeah. So we play in um, Pittsburgh and then we come home for a Monday night game against the Saints who are what? Three and two right now. Yep. Still a good team. We're, it is worth noting that we're currently 0-2 at home this season. So, And then we play the Jags, which hopefully is a win. God, I hope so. Because I could, honestly, man, you say the season gets easy, but I, I think that's the only bad team we play for a while, right? Because then we go into Green Bay and then at home against the Cardinals. Yeah, that's going to be a tough game. So that stretch could easily be one and four. And then we play in Washington, With, and Washington's yeah. decent. Washington's pretty good, yeah. So oh. that could be one and five. Like, So you're thinking every game's kind of scary with the way Seattle's playing right now? I think every game is scary. Knowing how Seattle plays football over the last five years, Fuck even eight. when... What did they finish at last year? 11 and five, something like that? Somewhere 12, 11 and five, 12 and four, somewhere there. Something like that. But out of all the wins, how many did they win by more than one score? Like, oh, most maybe of them, one right? game, wasn't it? Like when the games were close. Oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. You're correct. Yeah, they rarely win by games. more than one yeah. score, right? Yeah, it was so always within one score. Even when their offense is clicking and they score 38, 41 points, they're winning by a field goal. <laughs> I know, it's a problem. So like, and it's not necessarily against good football teams. So even against bad football teams, usually we play close games. Yeah. They often win those games because Russell Wilson's good in the fourth quarter. But I don't, I don't know, man. It's a lot to put on uh, Geno Smith, who hasn't played football in a handful of years. And I, I don't think the, the, like our season is very easy. No, it's not. Like, look who we play, man. We play the Steelers, who like, are kind of fighting for their playoff lives, too. And they need a win or else they're basically packing it in for the season. Yep. Now we're playing the Saints, who, what, are they? Still got superstars, still a solid team, right? Totally. Then Jacksonville, hopefully they win that. Jacksonville hasn't won a game in 20 games. 20? Their coach doesn't even give a shit anymore. He just wants to party with, like, 19-year-old girls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What the fuck is happening Ruben over Meyer, there? Whatever, yeah. This is his first year as the head coach of this team, right? He's five weeks into the season, and he's already given up. That's Jacksonville for you, man. That's tough. <laughs> that is tough. He didn't even fly home with the team. Last week, he stayed in wherever they were, didn't fly home with the team that night, 
went out and partied, yeah. was all over social media, dancing with some like 21 year old yeah. girl. Yeah. And then he comes out and just apologizes and says, I'm sorry that I did that. What the hell, man? How do you how do you respect your coach after something? Exactly. Like, that? like the, he's probably lost all the players on the Jaguars, right? Totally. Do you think he lasts the rest of the year, or do you think they're gonna find someone new? Man, that is such a shitty franchise. I don't know oh, who God. would go there. Who wants to go no there? One. No one. No one. Them would, and the Jets, man, they just kill careers. Would John Gruden go there? <laughs> That's another tough. We'll, we'll get to him. But like, okay, so then we have. Packers, Cardinals, uh, Washington, the nameless team. Mm -hmm. And then we play the Niners again Correct. in San Fran. Yeah. And then Houston. What is it? What Houston's is, bad. They're really bad. They're bad. They're one and four. I don't know, man. I, uh, yeah, you, you just, you never know. This could be a really rough year. Assuming the worst. Yes. We're five weeks in. We're not going to get rest back until like week 13 or something. If we're three and nine, four and eight when he comes back, we're not making the playoffs probably. No, no. What are the chances that he stays in Seattle next year? Ooh. I think that's the, that's the big question for everyone, right? I think, I think if it's hit between him and Pete Carroll, I think Pete Carroll stays over him. Really? Yeah, I think you know, I, I think know. they can, Carol, and and just try. So this is my thing: is obviously Russ shared some um, things that made him upset this off season, mm -hmm. and seemed like they tried to address them with a new offensive coordinator. Yeah, with trying to bring some guys in on defense, which obviously doesn't help much. But if it's more of the same this year, mm -hmm. or much worse this year, yeah, what? is Russell Wilson's attitude. Like I heard some ESPN guy say in the off season that Seattle is ruining one of the best prime, like Ru Russell Wilson's in his prime, right? Yeah. Yeah. He, they're ruining one of the best primes in NFL history. Fuck. And it's interesting because you can't really compare him to others in different systems, right? No, like, you can't. If he was in, um, Kansas City system yeah. that is much more reliant on much more play calling around uh, Mahomes mm -hmm. and the studs that they have on offense. Does he have three Super Bowls? Right. You just plug him right? in, right? If he's in the Rams system yeah. that has one of the best defenses in the league, yeah. do they have four Super Bowls? Like he's been in the league 10 years. This is his 10th year. He's had a winning season every year. This year probably is not going to happen. Right. Why I, would he stay? Why would I, he want to stay? I agree with you. I don't think, he, I don't think he's going to stay. I feel like there's a, a bunch of teams in the NFL that have great defenses. They have solid guys on offense, but you're just missing that quarterback, that next step. Because there's only five good play, Correct. Good quarterbacks in the world. Right? So I can, I can you know, connect on a drive with two minutes left, right? Yeah, yeah I don't know. I mean... Throw in San Francisco. Totally. Yeah. I mean... I would assume that they're not going to trade him in the division. No. I, so no. I would assume that the Rams and the uh, Niners are out. But I look at a team like, you know, Tennessee. 
That is someone like that. Yeah. Or even someone like Green Bay, who clearly doesn't really want to be associated with Aaron Rodgers anymore. Yeah. Even though, what are they, four and one now? Yeah. Nobody wanted to win that football game, by the way. That was really weird. That was just, I've never, has that ever happened in the NFL history where five field goals have been missed in a row? I don't think so. Insane. I can't remember the last time three being missed I in know. a row. But they, like kickers are missing field goals in a lot of games all over the league. There was a lot this of games. Week? Yes. Yeah. I know the Baltimore came down to it too and the Indianapolis guy missed it last second. I can't remember now. There's a few other teams too. I don't know. I don't know what's going That's on with right. At the end of the fourth quarter. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, let's assume the worst. Uh, Seattle finishes like, what is it, 17 games now? So like 6 and 11 or mm-hmm. something. Yeah. Do you think Russell Wilson is a Seahawk next year? No, I don't think Russell Wilson comes back. Do you think Pete Carroll is a Seahawk next year? Oh, that's tough. I think if Russell Wilson leaves, they keep Pete Carroll. Because I think... I think that they fire Pete Carroll in the hopes of keeping Russell Wilson. Wow. So they would sell it to Russell Wilson being like, hey, we know you're unhappy. We know that you want to win Super Bowls. We know that you're capable of winning Super Bowls in the right system. Let's move on from Pete Carroll who has this old school mentality. We'll find you a good head coach that's going to put a different system in place. And... We want you to stay. I don't think he goes for that because he's still stuck with the garbage defense and what changes there. <laughs> and I think that's a fucking huge issue because their defense has been struggling for the last four years. They've had time to figure this out and they haven't done absolutely anything. They were one of the worst off- defenses in, in uh, NFL history last year and they're on pace to beat that. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. It's just oh, so many little things too. Like they signed Jamal Adams, but then... They ask him to cover for their shitty DBs. I know. And it doesn't work like that. That's not his role. It's like, not that's his not role. That's not what he's good at. No. And that's a team not maximizing him in his position. You're right. He, yeah, he would be he would be really good in a system that has two pretty good corners, right? That can man cover. I would even say one good corner and one that can hold his own. Yeah. It'd be night and day difference. Because totally. then you're blitzing him so much more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's a few things like that, man. But he's not good in coverage. He's not good. There's there's multiple times in this game that he just like he just doesn't seem like he's in the right position and understanding what the role is there. Like yeah. it it frustrates me so much watching games where balls are thrown like underthrown or in positions where DBs can make plays. And often the guy, the Seahawks guys are in positions to make a play mm-hmm. and they just aren't capable of making the play. The last second adjustment. Like yeah. they're not getting their head around. They're just running with the guy looking at his chest. And w- when you see his eyes go up, like oh, yeah, you that's have to when turn the around, football right? is coming, ball, yeah. right? Yeah. So you have to turn around. Like there's so many times. There's one, uh, I think, uh, what's the... Deshaun Jackson. Jackson. Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, Sidney Jones and Man. him were on that side. He got underthrown by 15 yards. I blame that 100% on Sidney Jones. He just let him go. Sidney Jones is covering the under toss. And Jamal Adams is sprinting to cut. Because you know Deshaun Jackson. He's, a, he's one of the best, like, I guess, 
But we don't know what the play call was there, though, right? <sighs> like, if the play call is cover two, yeah. that's what it is. So the corners are, like, sitting at 15 yards, yeah. and the safeties are flying to the long uh, corners, right? I see what you're saying. So if, if it was covered, because it looked like it was cover two, where Jamal Adams just took off down yeah. the field. Yeah. But he didn't adjust at all. And then the, the pass was shitty, right? Because he had the over-the-top cover, but then it was short. So I don't know, is that Jamal Adams or is that Sidney Jones, the short pass? I feel like those guys that are that ridiculously athletic need to be able to make a okay. goddamn football play. Yeah. So being in position means something. Mm -hmm. Making a football play means way more, right? That's what Richard Sherman was so good at. He was, I'd say, most of the time in good positions, but yeah. when he wasn't in good positions, he yeah. made football plays, right? Right. Like he'd just turn his head and at the last second and make it uh, and tip, tip or yeah. like, like those guys like uh, a Ramsey. Yeah. They don't have to be the best technical guys in terms of footwork and coverage, mm -hmm. but they, their intuition is so good that they just make plays. Correct. Right? They just know where to be, man. It's yeah. Nothing to do with athleticism, how well you can catch the ball or anything. Yeah. They just know what you're going to run and know where to be. And Flowers, Reed, and Jones look like they're completely lost. Completely lost. I don't know. I have a few things to say about this fucking game. For some reason, a sec we, had, we were a different team in the second half once again. Um, Three games in a row. We, we gave up in the third, starting in the second half so much passing in the middle, which is what we completely stopped against San Francisco. So San Francisco has a, what's, the, what's their tight end? Kittle, right? Kittle. So we, we obviously, Seattle pl planned for that. And they had DB, they, we were running 60 Bs at certain points. Mm. This game, we fucking completely went away from that. We put Jordan Brooks, our middle linebacker, on Robert Woods. And you saw exactly what happened. Just little passes, just no chance to keep up with them. And we never adjusted the entire game. Jordan Brooks got beat so many times. And it's just things like that. It's just, you know, I've, like they go, they go into like the locker room at halftime and flip a coin or like they switch jerseys. I don't know what's going on, but like they look like completely different teams at half. Even just like, I can't remember when it was, but it was in the, maybe it was in the second quarter. They, it was like third and four. Yeah. They ran the ball. Yeah. And then it was fourth and two. And they ran the ball again. They go for it, yeah. And got stopped. It was four runs in a row. What the fuck is happening, man? I don't understand. Why is Waldron there if you could put a fucking pylon in that, posi in that coaching position at offensive coordinator and the exact same shit will happen every week? Dude, it's so disheartening. Or like... They're in a third and 14 and you're not even going for it. You just do a quick run. So you get position single, for your punter. Every single time the Seahawks have a third and more than 10 yards because they, man, they got to be the league leader in holding penalties. Oh, it is yeah, unbelievable how many fucking holding penalties we get. But every single time it's third and 14, yeah. they run a fucking screen or like a receiver bubble screen. And it never works. The one time it worked was when Gino But Gino's they're not <laughs> interested in getting a first down. No, not down. at all. No, they're not. They're like trying to get position for their punter. The cautious, like, it's funny because that's the way football was played 25, 30 years ago, right? Yeah. And it's just unfortunately not the way that you win games in the NFL anymore. I feel like the NFL is kind of following the NBA 
right? Where like defense isn't really looked at upon and the guys are just so skilled yeah. and can make the play, right? Some of those plays calls are actually so disheartening. Like me and you just watching this the game. It's so predictable and you know they're going to run it and it's just... You know you, who plays you corner? You know who goes into that position? Who? You know? Who? What do you mean? Like why are there people that play the position of corner? Like... Why does Sidney Jones play corner? Why does Trey Flowers play corner? Mm -hmm. Do you know why? Two reasons. One, you're not big enough to be a receiver. Two, you're not good enough to be a receiver. Gotcha. Really, eh? 100,000%, man. Nobody growing up is like, I'm going to be a fucking corner, right? Nobody. That's very true. Yeah. They want the ball. They want to score points. They want to be a receiver. Yeah. And then at one point, DK Metcalf comes on your team. Yes. Fucking Tyreek Hill comes on your team. And yeah. you're like, man, that guy is faster, stronger, better hands, runs better routes. Interesting. As me. I can't be a receiver anymore because there's freaks like that that are receiver. So, so think, now I have to go to corner. Otherwise, I can't play football anymore. So you think the better athletes are attracted towards the wide receiver? 100,000%. 100%. And aren't running backs and stuff like that, right? Positions out. 100%. Yeah, fuck. Sports is sports is so much about like uh glory positions, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. Right? The usually it's like the shooting guard in basketball, right? Touches the ball the most. Mm-hmm. Usually it's uh, you know, there's one pitcher, but in baseball it's like a shortstop. Yes. That has, yeah. is like the famous more famous guys on the team. In uh <clears throat> in hockey it's usually a center or a winger, winger that scores yeah, a lot of the goals, yeah. right? Yeah. In football, it's the quarterback and the people that score touchdowns. And the offense, yeah. Like Like, middle linebackers and stuff. If you're not a fan of the Seahawks or any team, like if you're not a fan of the Baltimore Ravens, like could you name one guy on the defensive line? No. I can't. No. Can you name a linebacker? Nope. Can you name a corner? No idea. I can name Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Football is really, really weird. It's the paychecks too, right? Like what attracts people to football? Fame. Money. Competition. Yeah. Like you grow up wanting to win, but you also see it as a way to support your family. Yeah. Make money and like you're famous. In the NFL, who's the most famous and who makes the most money? The quarterbacks mm-hmm. and the people that score points or the best of a generation on Correct. defense, right? Correct. The best D-end in the world, yes. Aaron Donald. Yeah. The best corner in the world, Jalen Ramsey. What did he just sign? Like a $20 million yes. contract recently? Yeah. Same as Donald. Yeah, those guys are paid. Right? But like your, let's say, 15th best D-end in the league mm-hmm. probably makes... Two to three yeah. million dollars a year, where your fifteenth best quarterback in the league probably makes twenty yeah. to twenty-five million a year. Interest being shifted around injuries at that point, yeah, yeah, dude. Anyway, all right. I don't know if we need to spend much time on this game. There was so much shit that happened in the NFL this week. Yeah. Do you want to start with outside the Seahawks or inside the Seahawks? I say let's do inside the Seahawks, okay. get it over with, and then. Trey Flowers is no longer a Seahawk. They cut him. They cut him. Dude. I didn't know that. Yeah. 
just announced today. So Trey Flowers, I don't know, man. Like at this stage of your career, you're four, I think he's four years into his career. Yeah. He is obviously not that good. No. He knows. The organization knows. Anyone in football that has ever watched a Seahawks game knows Trey Flowers, Trey Flowers is not a good NFL corner. He asked to be released today because he was pissed off that they benched him. Really? Eh? And so the Seahawks cut him. So his salary was $2.1 million, So that means we now have $2.1 million to spend on someone else, hopefully. Uh, next piece of news about the Seahawks. The Seahawks worked out Blake Bortles. Today. Oh, my God. <laughs> to back up Gino? I guess so. Like, That's a name I haven't heard in a long time. I know. When was the last time he played? I'm going to look at this up right now. I think now. he played in Jacksonville recently, right? Uh, Maybe one or two years ago? Yeah, 2018. He was 18? in Jacksonville. Yeah. So he hasn't played. This will be his third season out. Mm-hmm. 13 games then. I mean, like, Fuck. it's just a desperation You have thing, to do right? something, yeah. Because, like, if... I I think what they're saying... I'm pretty sure they're committed to Gino as, like, starting for the next few games or five or six games, however long Russ is out. But I guess what they're saying is if Gino gets hurt for some reason, their, like, young guy, second year, whatever, that Lutton, Lutton guy yeah. is just not capable or not... Um, to, like not ready for NFL action. Yeah. Dude, is backup being a backup quarterback the hardest sports job in the world? Why? Because you have to step in and the, enti- every, the entire team runs through you and then you step in, you haven't played in years and now you have to lead a team. You're just, you're just put in this crazy role. I, I would say no. <laughs> I would say there's a lot more harder positions in in sports. Um, I think being a closer in baseball is a ridiculously hard position. But like last year... You sit down. Listen, you know what a closer is? They fucking sit there on a bench. Yeah. They sit there ice cold for three and a half hours. Jeez. And then they're required to come into the game and pitch to some of the best hitters and get three outs. Yeah. After sitting on a bench for three and a half hours. That's crazy. It is crazy. I agree. But I would look at what happened last year. So there's a bunch of teams last year that had to put in quarterbacks that had no business playing at all. And Mutton. the teams completely fell apart. Remember that guy in San Fran? Yes, exactly. It looks like a high school player Bo- playing in the NFL. B, right? Yeah. I thought it was Mutton. Bryce, with Bryce Mutton. Or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. But yeah, that's exactly it. And the team just completely falls apart. Can't even run an offense. Can't do anything. And he just looks terrified out there too. So Every terrified. Play. One more thing I got to say. So you said they, they're, they're uh, looking at Blake Portals? Yeah, they uh, worked him out today. I guess that means that he just came into camp and I don't know. Have you heard anything about Cam Newton? Have you heard any rumors? Yeah, I heard that they're not interested. Not in interested Newton. at all. Eh? Okay. I, I saw a quote yesterday, I think, that said, uh, we have not spoken to Cam Newton or something like that. But because there's two... Who else is out there? I think uh, Foles. Nick Foles is still available. Foles is is not on a team. So I think those were the two huh. that they were saying. Um, I think Cam Newton would just want too much money, and like the CX wouldn't pay 
whatever he wants, $20 million. I don't think he's worth it. I don't think he's good, man. I don't think so either. What did he make in New England last year? Oh, that's a good question. Did he make much? But dude, if you're just going to get cut for a fucking second year pl- or rookie, right? Mac Jones. He's pretty good though. He's good, but this is Cam Newton, man. This guy was a 2014 MVP of the league. <clears throat> so right now, Nick Foles is a third, third, third stringer for the Chicago Bears. Oh, yes. Behind Justin Fields and Andy Dalton. So they could probably get him pretty easily. Interesting. But I don't think he's played this year. No. No, right? Dalton started. Yeah. And then uh, Fields, I think, has started the last couple games. So those are two big ones out of the Seahawks camp this week. <clears throat> um, I don't know if I have anything else about the Seahawks. It's depressing to talk about, to be totally honest. All right, let's move on. Like just, fuck, man. <laughs> I remember there was a third and three, and Sidney Jones was playing like nine yards off the receiver, and they got a ridiculously easy five-yard slam yeah. for a first down. Yeah. And I'm just watching, being like, what's, what's the point? What's the point? What's the, why have the defense on there? Why have the corners out there? Just no. put like a fucking beanbag on the field. Yeah, probably better. Just just guess where the spot's going to be, right? And now fucking no Trey Flowers. We're kind of stuck with Sidney Jones. I mean, he's not worse than Trey Flowers. Oh, man. He's bad. I saw some other thing today on Instagram that said, the Seahawks are one of six teams that are actively looking for a corner. <laughs> one of six, eh? One of six. Uh, I guess because the trade deadline, I think this is November 2nd. Okay. So they... Uh, this reporter guy was saying the Seahawks are actively looking for a corner. And I, in my head, I'm thinking, yeah, no fucking no, shit. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Please. It's funny because if you sub in, like, say one, I don't know, maybe the position is more important than we think. Because if you sub in one good corner and one decent corner, yeah, the defense probably looks very different. Oh my God, yeah. I'm, yeah, because I, I don't so. think the linebackers are bad. I don't think they're bad. No, I don't think the D line is bad in terms of stats, like how many sacks and pressures they've got this year. Yeah, I don't think it's bad. Maybe like middle of the road in the NFL, but the corners have to be the worst combination in NFL history. Like this is bad. Is there even a stat to check who like a team would have worse corners? <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you even look for? I just like imagine Googling that. Who yeah. has the worst corner crew in NFL history? RDB's going to come up 2021 Seahawks. <laughs> the season's only five games in, but they're already predicting. And they're fucking right, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Fucking Diggs, man. I really like Diggs. He is, He's a gamer. Yeah, he yeah, knows he how is. to make plays. That's what I fucking like about this guy. Reed, no idea how to make a play. Sidney Jones hasn't shown that he can make a play. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Jamal Adams in coverage, not great at making football plays. I thought and I thought Quandre Ro- Diggs yeah. makes football plays. He does. He makes the reads. He looks at quarterbacks' eyes. The one thing too that bothered me was Ryan Neal did not get much burn against. I know, and he was really game. good last week. Yeah, San Francisco. He fucking made so many great plays. 
So once where, he, did, where did they put him in though? Because he he only plays in the nickel package. Yeah, when they yeah. have five DBs. Five DBs. Yeah. <sighs> That's a tough position to be in. He did. He looked. Yeah, he looked. And he barely got any play last game. Do you put him at corner? Fuck. Like, at at this readout? point, maybe take Reed out. Yeah. I, why not? It can't get worse. What, I know. What's the harm? It actually can't get worse. <laughs> Put fucking Tyler Lockett at corner. Like, play both, yeah. <laughs> and return, return kicks too. Put DJ Dallas at corner. DJ Dallas got way more touches in the second half than uh, Collins, it looked like last week. Yeah. And this, this comes back to like, what the fuck is, are the head coaches and all of them doing? Are they playing favorites? Do they just have no idea what's, the, what's going on? Alex Pete Collins Carroll. was playing well, man. Pete Carroll's always been like that, man. He has his guys. He, uh, he, he has his picks, young guys he that he just favorites. puts way too much time and energy into, like Trey Flowers. They spent four years on the guy who's incapable of being in the position that they want him to be in. Yeah. There's been a few guys like and, that. And for some reason, he loves DJ Dallas. I, I, I'm not saying DJ Dallas is a bad player. I think he has some... Um, I think he has some upside potential. As a second guy, mm-hmm. he's never ever going to be a lead back. He's no. too small. Yeah. Right. He's 5'9, 185 pounds. Like maybe he's not even. Little guy. Maybe man. 175. Like he's small. And so, like, a great guy to have as like a second or third back who returns kicks, who's fast, mm-hmm. who can like give guys breathers and carry the ball four times a game, five times a game, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But he's not a guy that should get 15 carries a game. No. That's too much. Yet, anyway. Like, he's still young. Is this his first year? Second year? I think he... No, he was there last year. I want to say it's his second year, at least. Maybe, Maybe even second third. year then. But, like, our running game has struggled really, really badly. And then what's his face? Chris Carson's hurt. <sighs> yeah. DJ Dallas had four, four carries for seven yards. Not very good. The offense is just too predictable, man. Yeah. Everything that happens is so predictable. Fucking play calling is such bullshit too. Yeah. It's so boring. All right. It's so boring. Give me some fucking excitement, Waldron. Okay, outside. Outside, yeah. Let's, the, let's fucking get out of here. <laughs> uh, so I'd like to give some credit to... Um, Lamar Jackson. Yes. Okay. He might be better than I anticipated. I watched the second half of that game last night. Mm-hmm. And he would, I don't know if, who do they play again? Indianapolis. Indianapolis. I don't know if Indianapolis' defense is just maybe not that good. Because they were good last year. They're supposed to be they, pretty decent. Are they two and three now? Yeah. They started top five beginning of the year. What does that mean? Like, like the defense projection? ranked. Yeah. Oh, well, that doesn't mean anything. If we go by projections, Carl, the Seahawks are going to be 17 and 0 and win the Super Bowl this year. And that doesn't seem to be happening. Nope. He looked really good in the second half. Mm-hmm. He, I don't know if I've seen him that poised. It seemed like it seemed like the uh, game was moving slow for him. Like yeah. when you watch Michael Jordan or like Kobe Bryant or like any of those like 
really crazy once in a generation athletes. Yeah. It just seems like they're moving at different speeds than the people that they're playing against. Yeah. And uh, Lamar looked really good in the second half. He, uh, and he wasn't running. He wasn't forcing the run that much no. in the second half. Eh? He was hitting his receivers as tight A lot end. of check downs, a lot of like, <clears throat> like six to 10 yard passes. Yeah. But I, maybe because, uh, Indy was up there playing pretty weak coverage. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like all those six to 10 yard passes were going for 15 yards. Yeah. I can see it. Cause they were down 22 to three at one point, right? Totally. Yeah. So what? <clears throat> Fuck. So do you think his accuracy was better? Do you think his passing, he just looked better all around? He wasn't forcing well, it as much his with stats, his feet? man. He had like five oh, or yeah, six I incompletions. Know. I know. He, I, I don't know exactly, but I'm just making this up. Like he was like something like 27 for 33 or something. Something crazy, eh? And I think in the second half, he had like 320 yards and three touchdowns or something. So what, you're becoming a fan or? Do you think he's, he's kind of switched his style a little bit? I just like people that are really good at things. Nice. Okay. Yeah. And if he's really good, I'm very, very happy to give him some credit. Okay. I haven't seen, like, I guess my fear of Lamar Jackson is he falls into the category of yeah. Cam Newton, where really good athlete, really good football player, slightly a bit of a head case, and takes way too many hits for no reason. Yes. Yeah. That right? is a big one. Yeah. Dude, you just ran for 13 yards. You don't need the 14th yard. Go out of bounds, slide. Don't get your brain mush. Like He's on cross side for the next play, right? Yeah. yeah. It's so silly. Well, I mean, he, his arm looked great. It wasn't, he was like, I don't think s- anyone's ever questioned his arm. Really? I think he has a lot of power in his arm. Just the accuracy is off? Accuracy, 100%. I think accuracy and like reads, but like, I think you get better and better over time with that. Yeah. Like the game just gets easier the further into your career you go because you've just seen so many things. Like think about your construction world. Yeah. Like, oh my God. You've seen, you encounter a problem on a job, you've seen it 150 times. So you know Mm -hmm. exactly what to do versus the first time you encountered that. You're like, oh shit. I know. Yeah. (laughs) Where do we go? What happens? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess like you never really hated him, but your thing was always like he would never, never win a dude, Super Bowl. Dude, I never Bowl. hated him. No, no. I think he's, he's a freak athlete yeah. and he's so good. But that running style isn't going to win. That's I'm, what we always I'm, talk I'm about, right? I'm concerned for him that he turns out to be RG3. Yeah. That he plays, th- he has three or four really exciting, fun years to watch him in the NFL and he just gets hit 27,000 times. You lose your speed a little bit. Man, everything. Even as a quarterback, your speed isn't the most important thing. No elusivity mm-hmm. pocket presence write that down that's a great word <laughs> elusivity is important being able to like get out of pressure just to extend a play mm-hmm. to make a play and i think he's gonna have that capability for a long time it's just like he's one bad move away from a really bad injury yeah or concussions that just keep piling up I don't know. Harbaugh needs to fucking talk to him, man. Like, Lamar, thank you for getting us 12 yards, but please slide afterwards. You see, see that guy on the other end that's running after you? Yeah. Guest coach. He's 320 pounds and he wants to take your head off of your body. If you slide, he's not allowed to touch you. Yeah. And if he does touch you, we get an extra 15 yards versus you trying to get an extra two. <laughs> 
Do you think this is going to be a little bit of a turning point? Do we start? Do we start seeing more throwing numbers, less running for Lamar? Yeah. Or do you think he'll just take whatever the defense gives him? I'm not sold on Lamar yet. Okay, Carl. I'm sold on quarterbacks. I think I'm hard on quarterbacks. You think it's understandable? You think I'm hard on them? Yeah, I think you're very hard. (laughs) (laughs) If ain't Russell Wilson, he's shit. (laughs) Who's so? uh, I started the year saying Russell Wilson's the second or third best quarterback in the league. Yeah. Who's number one? Patrick Mahomes is number one. Yeah. Do you think he's still number one right now? Off to a poor start. Yeah. I think he's still number one. I think if you draft the NFL right now, you're taking Patrick Mahomes number one. Yeah. I don't know if. Who's the other consideration? Josh Allen? No quarterback. Get the fuck out of here, man. Not no yet. quarterback is even close to Patrick Mahomes right now if you're drafting a full team in the NFL starting today. Not even close. No quarterback. I think the other consideration is a defensive lineman like Aaron Donald. Uh-huh. Fuck you, man. Josh Allen? <laughs> Come on. Dude, you never know, man. He's a top five quarterback in the NFL. Oh, yeah, dude. Who's better than him? Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, and Russell Wilson in not a shit system. (laughs) That's the thing. Yeah, give Josh Allen the best fucking tight end and wide receiver in the league. Maybe it's a different story. Like the Chiefs. Kelsey and what's his face? I don't know. You think, would you take, man, Patrick Mahomes... Like his ability to make plays, his arm strength, his like intelligence and his athleticism. I don't think anyone's close to that, man. No. And because he's a Super Bowl champion right now. No, I don't think so. I just brought up a list and uh, the top four guys were exactly who we called. Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Josh Allen. In, in terms of what? Power, NFL power rankings, QB guys right now. Oh. Some Dude, is that thing. going on like like real stats from this year or that's just someone's feeling? Some, I think it's a more of a feeling piece. Okay. NBC Sports. Because that's what, like all of my things are just about feelings. Because <laughs> I, I think they said uh, who has the best QB rating in the... Isn't Russell Wilson right now? No, maybe Matt, maybe Alan. I think Russell Wilson was number one in uh, passer rating going into the week. Yeah. Whoa, that's a different thing. Go go passer rating. I don't QB QB, rate, QB rating is a different thing. Yeah, passer rating is the one that's like out of one fifty two or something. So uh, QB rating, he is number one, but passer Who rating, uh, Russell Wilson, he is still. Yeah. Yeah. What's the difference between the two numbers? I don't know. I mean, like, there's some crazy algorithm about, like, yards and completions versus how many uh, pass attempts and touchdowns and interceptions, subtract scores and whatever. I don't know. I can't find the passing leader. I thought it was called QBR is the other one that's, like, like, a good QBR is, like, 85 or something, whereas a good passer rating is, like, 125, 130. 125, yeah. QBR. I don't know. Nothing's coming up right now. Oh, okay, whatever. Can't find shit. Um, also, this is a point I made to a friend of mine who's in a group chat last night, I think. It doesn't seem like anyone in the NFL wants to be a good team. So, yeah, the Cardinals are 5-0, and 
I don't think but they're don't as good think, as five and no, I, I don't think they're you. that good no. yet. I don't think they're Super Bowl contenders. I think in the NFC Championship, if it gets there, the Rams are beating the Cardinals. That's what I think. I also think the Dallas Cowboys are pretty good. I also yeah. think Green Bay is probably better than people think they're. They're four and one, I think. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Aaron Rodgers are so good. So what, he wants to play there now? But or? nobody <laughs> wants to fucking win. Like, nobody cares. What, what's happening this season? The Every, Chiefs are two and three. Yeah. It's fucking all over the place. Lots of random random teams are losing. There's so many games. It, so, there's so many weeks that are like, well, the Seahawks beat the Colts, but the Colts beat the Rams, but the Rams beat the fucking whoever. The Colts are one and four right now. I mean, I know. There's a lot of close games and a lot of like field goal kickers missing field goals. So like super, super, super close games. Washington's two and three. Dallas is four and one. And their yeah, only yeah. loss was to the Bucks early in the year that they should have won that game. The first week of the year. First week one, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, Bears Dallas, good. maybe Dallas is an NFC contender for the first time in a long time. Remember every year they talk about Dallas as like the best team in the world. Yeah, the I world's know. ever seen. And then they finish eight and eight. Yeah. <laughs> Win their division. <laughs> Do we even touch on Gruden? Sure. I just don't know what to say. Like, Did you read what he said? His actual emails? Yeah. No. I saw one of them. Mm-hmm. I saw, I saw like the racist one about a reporter. I, I don't know who he's talking about, an NFL analyst or something. Also, I heard other stuff that he was saying about like not wanting female refs and whatever. <clears throat> it's hard for me to understand mm-hmm. that a guy in that position is that stupid. I know. I have like, it wasn't one email. It wasn't like a bad night that he had too many beers with his buddies and he was pissed off about a loss and he said something stupid in email. It was like over a decade. I know. Back and forth. <laughs> what the he hell? He was a, co- a color commentary guy for ESPN at that point when he was doing it. I know. Man. And like, and he, uh, it sucks. As a football fan, it sucks because he was a really good commentator. Yeah. So as soon as, like I heard he got fired or like resigned, but yeah. basically got fired last night. It's like, oh, maybe he'll come back to commentating. But then like hearing a little bit more throughout the day today, it was like during his commentating days. Yeah. That it probably won't happen. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Unfortunately, I think that's it for him. It's I just, just, I don't understand. And I heard, uh, I don't know if I was listening to a podcast or some like Instagram thing today, but. Someone was saying there's just a weird generational gap yes. between like yeah. that age of people. I don't know how old he is. Yeah. 57. Yeah. Something, Boomer like, late sure. 50s, 60s, something. Yeah. Early 60s. I don't know. But there's just a, a different gap where people our age understand. First of all, I think people our generation are a lot more open-minded in general and Correct. just like don't care. Yeah. Like, I don't really care what color your skin is, nor do I care who you like to have sex with. Are you a nice person and do you work hard? That's what I kind of care about. Yeah. And it seems like there's so many underlying <laughs> things that 
old people I are just know. we're we're kind of born and bred to think. They right? just can't let it go. They can't no let it go. No matter what, man. It's so crazy. But are these people pieces of shit or is it just the way they've been brought up? Was it their culture and they've just always been talking like this with all their friends? Because you have to be comfortable using these words to use them in an email like that, right? Yeah. It's bad. This is like Listen, like me and you would never talk to each other, like send stuff ever, 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 man. And this guy's an ESPN, like main huge dude. Most of those words I wouldn't even say. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Right. No, I agree. And he was like calling Not having beers with my friends, not on a podcast, not in an email. No. Nor would they even cross my mind to use in a sentence, right? Correct. Ever. Man, I don't, I, I don't get it. And you see this shit all the time. It's like they don't think that anyone's ever, it's not trackable or just the emails disappear or something, but like, it's easy to find, man. It's so easy. I look at the bottom of my Gmail email. Yeah. Every like three years, it tells me I have to pay more money to them to add more space to my email. <laughs> and I look at the bottom and there's like 57,000 emails. Total. Yeah. Since I've been using wow. this like- I got to look at mine. Yeah. Uh, it's something like that. It says at the bottom. That's a healthy I number. I think it says in your storage or something. Uh, in my Gmail, I'm using 89.17 gigabytes of emails. Wow. <laughs> no, it's a lot. Wow. I don't like, and it's obviously that is going to be there for a long on the time. Cloud. It's yeah. Yeah. I don't, it's just silly to me. I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand how people can be that dumb in higher, like, how long ago did people realize that <clears throat> things that have been said or done in your past can come back to bite you? I know. It's not like it happened yesterday. No. This has been happening for a decade, maybe longer. <clears throat> but, but I guess the point is like those old, that older generation, our parents' generation, I, I got like, unless something crazy changes and like our world is 100% digital and we don't even fucking see people anymore yeah. 10 years from now. Who, who the hell knows? Yeah. Or aliens take over and now we're all aliens. Or we have brain chips that Elon Musk <laughs> puts in our brain. We don't even communicate. We don't even say words. We just think things and everyone knows what they are. There hasn't been a generational gap like this no. ever before, right? Never. Like the world was so similar for 10,000 yes. years. Yeah. And then in the last 50, it's completely changed. Yeah. So been, do you think they're just that dumb? Because like the first, let's say 40 years of his life, if he's 60, I, I don't know, let's say 60, the first 40 years were the exact same. And then the last 20 are completely different. Yeah. I just think for those first 40 years, this is how he's talking with his friends. This is how he's talking with people in his life. Totally acceptable. Yeah. Well, just like socially. No one people, calls him out on it. Yeah, exactly. So he just keeps doing it. And then he gets to the, the, last, the final 20 years and now it just becomes public. No, you can't do that. You can't do that, man. I like uh, cancel culture sucks and all that stuff. But for what he said, I, I think it's a pretty fair call. It'd be hard for him to come back, man. I don't understand though. I don't understand why it's necessary. It's just, he's so comfortable with it. You probably didn't even think about it. Is he trying to be funny? Maybe. Like Maybe funny. A little I can't bit remember if he was like a reporter or an NFL analyst or something that yeah. was the racist comments about. Right. But like, was he trying to make a joke to his friends? Like, this guy doesn't know what the hell... Because every single fucking episode on this podcast, we, we clearly say that the analysts, mm -hmm. the people, the reporters, the people that are commentating on games, 
have very little knowledge about football. Yes. And it's very clear to see that. Yeah. But in no way do we give a shit what ration, like nationality they are. It never becomes personal. Never. It doesn't matter. All we're, all we're judging them is, is what they're presenting to us, right? And that's this your, is, your job is to commentate on football. Yeah. And we've mentioned a few people that we really like on this podcast mm-hmm. who have so much in-depth knowledge that as a consumer watching the NFL, I feel like we learn every game yeah. because they're so good at what they're doing Yeah. versus the other people that as a consumer, I know more about football than you. Why are you on, like, why are you getting paid a million dollars a year on NBC or CBS? To commentate on football. Right. It doesn't matter. Like, I don't give a shit if you're gay or yeah. if you're black or Latino or whatever. Yeah. All I care about is that you don't know much about football and that's your job. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. And that's, I think that's pretty reasonable. Like, you can judge them for that. But if you came in one podcast and said that the announcers suck because the guy was black, <laughs> that's a fucking problem, <laughs> but right? Your, like, yeah. that's so, but that's so out of our ballpark. Like that, just that, that the thought would never cross our minds in a hundred years. It's funny. I don't know when the f- first female ref came in, maybe like two, three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty recent. Pretty recent. But when someone told me that there was female refs, the first thought in my head was, I hope she's a good ref. Yeah. Like, just <laughs> like, don't make mistakes like all the other, you know, refs in the league. Right. Yeah. I don't, it doesn't matter if you have long hair or it doesn't matter. Shit. It doesn't matter. Don't make mistakes. That's what I thought. Like, don't call these bullshit PIs. <laughs> yeah. So I don't think you have a fear of getting canceled anytime soon, Denny. If that's I don't the way know, you man. think. You never know. It seems like the line is always moving. It'll be a new word that we can't use. And then... Like, totally. Like, I mean, Gruden's stuff, let's say 25 years ago, what he said wouldn't have necessarily been frowned upon in social situations, yeah. maybe in his circles anyway. Yeah. But like... For the last 10 years, and even like our entire upbringing, you know that the content of what he was saying in those yeah. emails was just stupid. And I, I just don't even understand why it's necessary. You can make jokes about people. We make jokes every podcast that don't need to be like... <laughs> Attacking their sexuality yeah. or their nationality. Something they have no control over. Yeah. So what you're saying, Carl, is criticize people for their intelligence and their knowledge, not how they look. Correct. <laughs> or what they like or, yeah, what they do on their spare time. Did you hear how we got caught? No. So apparently the NFL was looking into the Washington football team. And they just so happened to come across in their investigation, one of the Gruden emails. No way. And then went deeper into Gruden, obviously, and found a bunch of shit. Yeah. But do you know why they were investigating the Washington football team? Is it because of the name? No. (laughs) Because at a team event, there was a bunch of... (laughs) There's a bunch of photos of cheerleaders with their tops off getting sent around to the organization. Really? Yeah. Oh, fuck. So they got to go through all that and just, they just find his emails, eh? And totally. that's the thing. If they never, if that never happens, John Gruden maybe lives the rest of his life. Like, I don't, I don't know specifically exactly how they found Gruden, but maybe it was something like, well, a reporter or an NFL analyst was at one of these team events. Yeah. 
and received one of these emails. So now right. the NFL is looking through that guy's entire emails and then they see one from John Gruden. And what if they're just looking for like keywords, right? Just certain search words that pop up, man. It's probably, yeah. there's a few that you could look for that would ruin your career. Fuck. No, it's, I think it's just a complete disillusion, disillusional mindset. I just, he's just grown up like that. He just lived his whole life like that. He says that to everyone around him and I just, emails are no, no different. It's funny, like, even in conversations with my dad, yeah, I often, I sometimes leave the conversations thinking, so close-minded. Yeah. Like, you're just so firm on a point that you have, let's, not no knowledge, but let's say little knowledge on. Mm-hmm. And you're so firm. You're not even interested yeah. in hearing another perspective. Yeah. And I don't know why a bunch of people in that generation that were born in like the 40s, 50s, 60s, that's yeah. how they think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I see that shit all the time in construction, man. You get the old guys who are just set in their ways and just their thing, their, whatever they do is right, and that's it. There's a more efficient, cheaper way to do this. Not interested. Dude, we have what? the internet. We have so much resources to do <laughs> yeah. it better than you. But you think, like, yeah, whatever, man. The cl- close minus is crazy. You're so sure of yourself. They don't really know how the internet works or how to like check stuff or research anything, right? But they're so sure. I'm not sure about anything. No, me neither. Every, so like, you know, this life philosophy, one of them is we all don't know what the hell we're doing. We're yeah. trying to figure it out. Yeah. And so what that means to me is like, do the extra work to make sure. Because I've seen so many mistakes. <laughs> yeah. But like with me, man, like. If someone has a better way of doing it, teach me, please. 100%. Why I'm the fuck wouldn't I want yeah. to know this? But then there's guys who just fight and keep their own old ass ways that they've been doing for the last 30 years. Even though technology is different now, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Now I was going to say to your whole internet thing, like for uh, over the last 10 years, tech, there's been more development of technology than all of human history combined before then, you know? Yeah, and I just man. think for us and to keep up with it, we can't be close-minded. It almost seems like an exponential, like every year. Oh, yeah. Year. Science discovers science, right? Technology discovers technology, yeah. Totally. Are we all going to be cyborgs one day? I fucking hope so. I hope <laughs> I just get to keep so. my head, man. <laughs> we'll go hiking and I'll just be jumping. We'll just be 15 <laughs> minutes up a mountain, dude. Just be... Yeah, I don't know. There has to be a balance, though. It seems... The world is strange right now. Yeah. And it seems exponentially strange compared to like three years ago. Two, four years ago, the worst thing was like when Barack Obama wore that tan suit. People were crazy about that. Yeah, man. And now we get Donald Trump and all this like Joe Biden's dying on fucking TV. Like, <laughs> oh my God, man. That has to be one of the most entertaining things. Like, if anyone doesn't believe in simulation theory, you need to listen to some Joe Biden interviews and put together a rational thought about how this man could possibly be the most powerful person in the world. How? He's incompetent. He can't form a sentence. They're like cutting interviews for him because he can't like talk. Yeah, I think he's just, just a dummy, man. It's unbelievable. People are just running the world through him. He's not really doing anything. But yeah, the last 45 years, the world has changed so much. It's crazy. I like our position. I've said this before, but I like that we kind of saw the world as teens, like 
pre-internet, pre-like social media. And then now we are able to understand both sides a little bit versus our parents who are just so engulfed yeah. in no such thing as internet and then right. the world completely changes and they're unwilling to change. Yeah. And also the like, let's say 15 to 23 year olds that all they've ever known is That's social all. media. Yeah. Sit in front of the computer, wasting time, right? Yeah. It is so crazy, man, that like <clears throat> a lot of people revolve their life around social media. Yeah. Like they wake up and they're like, okay, I need to do this shoot today. And I'm going to use all my things I bought on Amazon and my lights and all this <laughs> crap and put on a bikini and go by the pool and take a photo. I'm going to post that. It's going to get 15,000 likes and I'm going to make $2,000 from this bikini sponsor. Like it, it just seems strange. It just, you're not going to be a well-rounded person. I'm going to be well-rounded. And those things have a pretty finite lifespan. Yeah. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. It's like an athlete, right? Yeah. You make a lot of money quickly. Yeah. But then you turn 35. Yeah. You're like, holy shit, I got 60 years left. What the fuck am I going to do? I know. I, I can't play baseball anymore because yeah. there's kids that are 21 that are much better than me. And no one wants to see you in your bikini anymore because no. there's younger people coming up, new people. Yeah. It's a weird world. The only thing we're sure about in 2021 is that the Seahawks are two and three. <laughs> <laughs> be a rough season <laughs> and uh the next six weeks without russell wilson could be a complete adventure good news is we got a couple primetime games so we're gonna yeah, be broadcasted yeah. to the whole world that this team is not great um we should make a prediction and get out of here carl so let's do it we're gonna be at pittsburgh at 5 20 pacific standard time on sunday evening this coming week We've got, uh, it's interesting that when you look at the score, anyone that works with a score out there, <laughs> you need some updates on your app. Because <laughs> as we look at the Seahawks-Steelers matchup, it says the key players in the matchup are Ben Roethlisberger and Russell Wilson. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. So he's not going to be out there this week. Ben's been struggling too, man. <laughs> Struggle both. Yeah, offensive numbers very mediocre for both teams. The Seahawks are 19th in total yards. The Pittsburgh Steelers are 27th. In points, the Seahawks are 13th, and the Steelers are 27th. Jeez. Third down percentage. Interesting. The Steelers are 8th in the league. So they're good at converting. They can't score points, but they convert on third down. That it's strange. Are they punting on second? How does that work? <laughs> I know. What? That's so weird. Eh? What the hell? The Seahawks are 26th on third down, which is not based on how poorly they performed on third down. Look at this defensive numbers. God. Total yards, 32nd, dead last. Oh, Passing my. yards, 30th. Rushing yards, 31st. Are points, you serious? Points allowed, 22nd. Huh. That's really bad. Yeah, it's not a formula for success. You can't stop the rush, can't stop the throwing game, can't put pressure on the quarterback. Uh-oh. What's the line in the game? <clears throat> the line current is Pittsburgh minus five. Wow. Why? 
Really, eh? Minus five. At home without Russell Wilson? I'm not surprised. Are you surprised with that? A little bit. I think the Steelers suck, don't they? You think the Seahawks would be favored? Fuck. With Russell Wilson, you can't. No. No, you're right. Man. Prediction. Go. I really, 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 really want the Seahawks to win. Because if they don't win, then I think the season is just not going to be fun. The games get so much harder, and we're fucked. So I'm throwing my energy their way. I'm going to say 27-24 Seahawks. <laughs> Danny? I don't know what to expect, man. I think with Gino in the game, their play calling is going to get more conservative, if that is even possible. <laughs> Six runs in a row? <clears throat> Based on Gino's one drive last week that looked good. And also, we didn't even touch on this. That second drive. Maybe I'm slightly biased because I'm a CX fan, but I think you have to throw a flag there. Because any contact... I think you have to. Yeah. Because if... And this is my um, defense for this. If you're running, like if I'm guarding... Tyler Lockett and we're running together yeah. and our feet get caught, it shouldn't be PI. I get that. Like if my head is up like this, I'm the corner covering Lockett and our feet hit each other and we trip, shouldn't be PI. If you're crossing me, mm-hmm. I'm Tyler Lockett, I'm running a whatever it was, deep, po- deep post or corner to the right side of the field and another DB from the other side of the field is crossing me mm-hmm. and hits my legs, that has to be a penalty every single time. Yeah, It has to. Because you completely take him out of the play. It has to. And the quarterback's already throwing the ball in the air. Yeah, I agree. And what so, the hell is Lockett supposed to do? You can't do it. I don't know. Like, at that point in the game, I, I don't know. I think it has to be a penalty. Yeah, I agree. I don't know what... I don't know if you call PI. I don't know if the ball was in the air or he was about to throw it. Do you call it, like... Interference? Defensive okay. holding. I don't, I don't know what you call it, but... I think it has to be a penalty. So. Yeah, I'm going to go win too. There we go. I wouldn't be surprised if we lose by 17. But I think we're going to win by six points and it's going to be 30 Ooh. to 24. Okay. So you got them, you got the Seahawks kicking an extra field goal over me. <laughs> How many losses do we have right now? Three? Yeah. I think the Seahawks are going to finish 14 and three. Could you imagine? <laughs> Can you imagine Geno Smith has an all time year? <gasps> wins the MVP. Jeez. Throws for like 5,000 yards in 13 games or whatever. Yeah. Five, 12 games. And then we cut Russ Russell comes Wilson. Back, <laughs> gets traded yeah. for Aaron For an Donald. entire de- defense. Yeah. <laughs> we pick up a D end. Man, what a. I don't know. I but... wish teams made bigger trades. It would be yeah. so much more fun to see like stars get moved around a little more. Yeah. Yeah, it would be. I don't know. I think the Seahawks need to do something different. Do you think the team morale is going to be better now that Trey Flowers is gone? I don't know, but I've been hearing a lot of rumors that a lot of like, I don't know if it's like the coaches aren't getting along with some of the players all that well or if there's some turmoil, but I've been hearing a few rumors. Who? If uh, Diggs, I think Quandra Diggs mentioned something about not being on the same game plan as some of the coaches or something. I've heard a few comments like that. 
at the end of this season, assuming we don't make the playoffs, I would not be shocked at all to see Pete Carroll and Ken Norton leave. Yeah. Because we never talk about Ken Norton. Dude, it's a franchise that has underperformed for the quality of people that have played on this team. Correct. Yeah. That's fucking devastating. You're just not reaching your potential. It's fucking sad. It sucks, man, because you see the stuff, right? You see the players, you see the talent. Man, we were so pumped preseason, but then it just all falls apart. Fuck. Yeah. <clears throat> I wouldn't be surprised if they win next this week. Yeah. And then like kind of get pumped by the Saints. You think so? I don't know. It's it'll be it'll be interesting to see how the team kind of rallies around losing Russ. Yeah. Like yeah. does the defense just have a really good game? Does Gino have like a really good game? Do uh the receivers <clears throat> I don't know. Do they like just have crazy performances just to try to support Gino? Does the O-line, like, try a little bit harder? I don't know. Because Russ, no? Man, if you're not trying at your hardest with Russ, then fuck you. <laughs> it's tough. I mean, I, I kind of see where you're coming from because guys are going to have to step up. Something's going to have to change, right? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Metcalf? Played really well with Gino. It's five for five, 98 yards, two touchdowns. I hope we see more of that. Maybe, you know, we go away from the long passes and we kind of, our short game, get the TD, the tight ends more involved. Hopefully Everett figures out his whole COVID thing because that thing's, I don't even know what's going on with that. I saw a post that he was he, reactivated today. Today. He was, so. he had a negative COVID tests before the game. And for some reason he still couldn't play. Hmm. So I don't understand all that stuff. No, it's made up. I don't, I know. I don't, I was just going to say, I don't try to understand it because I drive myself insane. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I, I, maybe we simplify the offense and we start getting more touches. Hopefully Metcalf and Lockett get more than four or five targets a game with these but you fucking never know, or it all falls Do apart. Do you think we have a backup quarterback in that they're going to run the football more, though? Can you run the football more? Is Carson going to be back? Uh, that's a good question. I think I saw something today that said he's going to be a game-time decision or something. Yeah, he's day-to-day right now. Mm -hmm. Neck injury. Yeah, we still fucking need a running back to break 100 this year. Hasn't happened? No. No. I don't even think we have 100 rushing yards between all of our backs in any game. It's unbelievable. Like, one of the stats, I know we talk about it every week, but, like, it's mind-blowing how bad we're getting beat in time of possession. Yeah. It's what was insane. this week? I'm, I was just going to pull it up and try to see. Last week, when I brought it up or whatever, I think we were at 24 minutes a game of possession. Lowest. Average? In, yeah. Oh, Lowest baby. in an entire league. 24? 24. Our last year average is 29 minutes. Right now we're 24. That's like even. Yeah. 29. Yeah. I think the best teams in the NFL are like 34, 35. Yeah, they're fucking stealing all the time from the Seahawks. <laughs> 
I can't find it. Did you find it? Yeah. <clears throat> I might be able to find it on score. Sorry. So they got better. So they're at 2503 right now. So this week was slightly better. Yeah. The Miami, <clears throat> Jacksonville, Jets, Philadelphia, Houston, Giants are all above us. Oh, yeah. Pfft, right next to fuck. us. Yeah. We're 2657 this, this week. Yeah, there you go. Only three penalties? Man, it seems like we take way more penalties than that. Oh, we didn't even talk about the double punt. What the fuck happened there? No one really Apparently knows that's the rules. a new rule as of this year. And the only one that knew that was Michael Dixon. <laughs> so you're allowed, yeah, because they changed. So you're allowed to punt twice. They changed it this yes. year, apparently. Right. Tyler Lockett in an interview after the game was so confused. He's like, yeah, apparently like uh, it's a new rule this year. And, and you know, Dixon's just a baller and he, he knew that. <laughs> He's like, no one else did. Except the problem was he was two yards above the line That's of scrimmage when he kicks. <laughs> and the guy, the ref right on the line of scrimmage threw the flag. Oh, yeah. And so we assume. I don't know. I don't know what the penalty is going to be there. Like, is it just like a five-yard penalty you have to re-kick? It's like a two forward pass probably. So kind of same thing. Or is it a loss of down? But then you just turn the ball over. Well, yeah, on fourth down, you turn the ball over. <clears throat> I don't know. So I was, I was scared that they were going to call a penalty that is like a loss of down and then the other team gets the ball in yeah. 20 or something. Yeah. But that's a hell of a fucking football play. Bro, I think he's, a, he's our best player right now, I think. Dude, we're talking about guys that can make plays. Michael Dixon makes fucking football plays. Oh, man. He had a couple landed within the 10-yard of the other people end zone. Yeah. He had some sick punts, man. So how many different ways do you think you can punt a football? Huh. Probably, what do you mean? Like I would have... So I would have said two. Yeah. Like a normal punt where you're trying to spiral it as high and as far as you can. Yeah. And then a punt that you're trying to land inside the 20 that is backspinning yeah, yeah. to try to bounce up in the air rather than forward. Yeah. I would have said two. Michael Dixon says he has nine different punts. Are you serious? <laughs> is he serious though? That's what he says. I don't know. What the fuck are these punts? He grew up playing uh, Aussie rules football in Australia. Maybe they just punt the ball differently. I don't know. Just kick it back and forth. That guy's a baller. Baller, yeah. Right now, best three players on our team, Michael Dixon, Quandre Diggs. Yeah. And, well, Bobby Wagner is like the lead league leader in tackles, so mm -hmm. maybe you have to put him in that category. So consistent. Always, yeah. So good. <laughs> well, it's kind of scary when our punter is our best player. <laughs> Should we trade him? Like, try to get something? Because unfortunately, punter? the punter can only affect the game so much. Yeah. And that is very little. <laughs> I'm sure Sidney Jones can kick a punt. Field possession means something. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Like, let's say his average is 53 yards a punt, which yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah. But, like, we could probably find 25 guys tomorrow that can average 45. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But we can't find that DB. No. Because no one wants to be a DB, Carl. We started with the podcast like this. We're ending with it. They're just shitty receivers. Prove me wrong. Maybe Jalen Ramsey is like a unique cat. He's different. Richard Sherman in his prime. Lights out. 
Well, they could have been the greatest receivers ever if they had hands or something, right? Maybe just missing a little something. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how you get hoaxed into playing defense. <laughs> but like mentally, it's such a different mindset, right? Oh, it's so different. Offense, you're just running your route, trying to get open. Defense, you're all, it's just all reads. Anticipating, 100%. <clears throat> Picking up patterns, noticing things. Yeah. And be a detective. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's a bit of a somber attitude coming into uh, week six. Seahawks are two and three. Russ is out probably six weeks-ish. He had surgery. I talked to my friend Mike Bell. Mike Bell's dad is an orthopedic third surgeon. And Mike Bell's dad apparently tore that exact ligament in the right middle finger. I don't know if it was the same finger, but in one of his fingers that helps your hand bend. Hmm. So I asked him about it. He said his dad had to have his finger in a splint that couldn't move for four weeks. Jesus. And then after four weeks, like you literally can just cannot move your finger. It has to be perfectly straight yeah. for four weeks. After four weeks, there was like some rehab and stuff to like start bending it again. But apparently the ligament that he tore mm -hmm. affects this like joint at the top. Yeah. And so that's why it looked like he dislocated it. Oh, I see. Because this ligament kind of holds it in place. And because it, it looked like it was kind of sideways. Right. right. Yeah. So I thought immediately that he dislocated it. But Mike said, no, this ligament tore. And so you just don't have control over this anymore. So it was just kind of like drooping. So does it tear and just like bunch up at the bottom of your finger? I, don't, I know Achilles tendons do that. And like you're, you're, you're a tricep? Triceps. Yeah. I've heard stories. I'm not sure. But it sounded like the surgery puts the tendon back in place, like stitches it together and then a plate goes or a screw or something goes mm -hmm. into your to finger hold yeah. to hold it there. That's crazy. I don't know. Sounds like four weeks is pretty quick for that. Very quick. Yeah. <laughs> Cause the Seahawks camp was announced like talking about him being back for what week 10 or 10. 11. That's what they're saying. 10. Yeah. So he's only going to miss four games. I don't know. I doubt that, but my prediction is he's back week 12. Week 12, eh? I think he's going to miss, what is that? Six games. Fuck. How are the Seahawks going to do during that six-game stretch? I know. That's Lots the thing. Lots of question like, marks, yeah. If your team going into week 12 is four and seven. I know. Who cares if he comes back? Right? Well, that's the thing is like you don't rush him back. Yeah, right? exactly. So it might take longer than that to come back. Oh, that's so tough. Football, Carl, it's a hell of a drug. It is, yeah. Obsessed. 100% injury so rate. <laughs> Man. Sunday night and Monday night football are so fun. Even if shit teams are playing, not shit teams, but I definitely don't like watching Jacksonville. And no. Fucking, I don't know. Well, it sucks. Houston. <laughs> Houston. <laughs> but yeah, like you said, like even some of the shadier teams are like pretty good. There's a lot of like one, three teams that are challenging the four and one teams, right? So lots of good games this year, man. There's been, been a lot. That Baltimore game was a prime example, right? Yeah. That was a fun game to watch. And the Colts aren't that good, but it was just fun. It was a great game, man. Got up to lead early. Poor Carson Wentz and then just missed the field goal. 
He's man. He's such a prime example of just like a guy that is an okay quarterback, but mm-hmm. is just not near a top five quarterback. No, no, no. Probably never will be. No, it's it's a different thing, man. It's like uh, we're watching playoff baseball right now. It's like a decent pitcher is not a Cy Young candidate ever. Like those top. Those top guys, they'll pitch until they're 40. Yeah. Just because their stuff is so good. Yeah. Their curveball moves a little bit more. Their changeup floats a little bit more. Like just the genetics, the way your arm's made up, eh? It's I don't so know. So many man. factors. There's so many guys. And like in the, like a, a guy like Kershaw, I don't know if you watch yeah. baseball much, but a guy like Kershaw, just in the playoffs, he's just fucking better. He just lights out. He just has his best stuff in the playoffs. Mm. Same as basketball, same as anywhere with anything, right? The best players, they don't need to have a good night, but in the fourth quarter. You show up, yeah. 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 I love sports. Perfect. Well, go Hawks, everybody. We uh, hope... <laughs> we hope you have more faith than we do. <laughs>